Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to be talking about bird nesting after divorce, which is when parents alternate who stays in the house and the kids stay in the main family house. The parents just come in and out um, based on who has uh, their time with the kids. And I'll talk about that. But first, of course, I must tell you to subscribe. The most recent subscriber-only episode was on how to tactfully tell your partner that they are bad at something like cooking dinner or something like that and um, that one was interesting it went into all the ins and outs of the different sides of that both you and your partner so uh, definitely subscribe and certainly follow me on all of my new social media platforms like YouTube and TikTok and uh, of course Facebook Instagram all of those Anyway, so moving on to bird nesting. So uh, I have a lot of clients who are divorcing. Um, Obviously, I've written the book, as you probably know, How to Talk to Your Kids About Your Divorce. And um, I've personally divorced, so therefore I have a lot of experience with divorce. (laughs) And um, so bird nesting is relatively new. I don't know, I'd say the past 10 years or so. Um, And... I had not really heard about it before then, not even earlier in my career as a therapist, maybe so it's maybe it's like less than 10 years. Either way, um, what it is, is that so there's a lot more joint custody now, obviously, than there used to be many years ago, and a lot more 50-50 splits. And the parents obviously want to both see the children after most divorce situations. And so what bird nesting is, is that instead of uprooting the kids to have to travel back and forth between the parents' homes, which uh, many people, many adult children of divorce remember as stressful or difficult, now a lot of parents, especially at first, in the early stages of divorce when the children are still acclimating, they... um, they themselves get either an apartment or they stay with family or with a friend or something. And so each parent goes in and out of the family home and the kids stay in the same place with their same stuff and their same rooms, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, Obviously, if you're thinking this would never work because you have such a high level of conflict with your co-parent, then certainly it would not be for you. But this is really, it works well for people who do not have active conflict or obviously everybody's got to have a little bit of conflict, they're divorcing, but who do not have open hostility, let's say, who are still able to get along with one another at the transition times and who, of course, are both very equivalently motivated to uh, put the mental health of the kids first in the divorce. And so what bird nesting is really useful when you've got like small kids and they have their routines and they have their stuff. And, you know, I, we, I had three kids under uh, 10 at that point, um, under nine, I think, actually. And um, so if you have like a bunch of kids and a, a lot of their stuff and everything, then it is really difficult to, first of all, it's difficult to get the room set up in the other person's home, you know, exactly how it's supposed to be and everything fast, like right away. And so you need some lead time. And also kids need, they, they're processing that you've divorced in the first place or that you are separating. So they don't need like everything to change all at once. So this is kind of a, a good setup 
up for people who can do it. If you cannot do it, there's no reason to feel bad about anything. It's just you're in a more high conflict situation or you have other variables. But if you can do it and you want to be able to be flexible and to ease the children into this, um, another thing that it helps with is that the routines don't have to change because all the stuff is the same. So when the stuff is the same, the routines kind of stay the same. So like dad, for example, may not have done as much of the nighttime routine and stuff, but the kids know their nighttime routine because they're at their same house with all their same stuff and their same books and their same clothes. And, you know, so, so like whichever parent isn't used to doing something in the home, the kids kind of know what to do because they're still in their same house. So that is useful. And anything that can give the kids agency and the feeling that um, they have some control over their environment and that things are not just all of a sudden completely different is good. I mean, anything that makes the kids feel like things are still kind of normal and that the parents may be splitting up, but that they themselves do not have to have an entire instant life change, that is obviously positive because children are people and nobody wants to have all of their, um, you know, routines and, and expectations and assumptions about the world just turned on their head, you know, which is what it can feel like if they instantly have to change their life in some major way, aside from the otherwise major change of the parents not being together. Again, if this is not something you could do, there are still ways to make sure that the kids still have similar routines at both houses to start, um, you know, and a lot of their same stuff at both houses and all of that. And now, of course, eventually people do not bird nest forever. I've never known any that bird nest for more than at least like around a year. Uh, I did not do it for more than a year. And um, so it's a good transition period. But eventually, you know, the other parent who's not in the family home, the previous family home, is going to want their own place, you know, and a big enough place where they can establish their own home with the kids. And so this will happen sooner or later. But for the interim, the bird nesting is a good idea as this transition phase. And I mean, I, I just want to quickly, it's not related necessarily to bird nesting, but I did just say that it's good to have similar routines in the home originally. It is originally. But after that, I mean, I'm the first person to say that when there's conflict between the divorced parents about uh, that the routines have to remain identical at each house, that that does much more harm than good as long as both parents are taking care of the children and they, the kids are healthy and happy. They do not need to have the same routines at both homes. But at first, it can be very useful in this transition period because if all of a sudden like bedtime is different, bath time is different, eating is different, everything is different, obviously, again, especially based on the sensitivity of the child, high, more highly sensitive children are going to have a harder time acclimating in this way. So the entire point of bird nesting, and if you can't bird nest, the entire point of your behavior immediately post-divorce should be to keep as much similar for the kids as possible and then slowly change it. And you can slowly change it to something really different. Like, so, I mean, a lot of people will have, like, totally different routines. That obviously, I mean, y'all got divorced for a reason. You couldn't get along. So, obviously, you don't agree with uh, what each other would necessarily want to parent like or want to keep the house like or want to do for fun or whatever. But the point is, is that at first, it's good to ease into that and bird nesting is a nice way to do that. So, if you, so, so what are some pitfalls of this? I mean... 
obviously, if, if you are fighting and you are like, oh my God, you left the house a mess and this and that, when you come back from your weekend away, I mean, that can't work. So it has to be treated as though each person is just in charge of the home when they are with the kids. And then there is a quick and respectful goodbye. And then that's it. And then you leave and you go to your place. And this is, of course, hard for many people who are divorcing. And if it's too hard for you, then again, this isn't for you. Um, if there is any dating of other people, then that can start to get weird, you know, for somebody to come in and see, you know, the separated or ex-partner, because in some places you need like a year to get divorced. So this is happening during separation. Um, you know, and of course, divorce can take a long time based on what you're deciding. But it, it's weird to for one to come into the previous family home and see like the new partner there, you know, like hanging out during the bird nesting time. So that can be strange. And sometimes people create, uh, you know, sorts of agreements around that. So for example, like, you know, I will not be dating while we are still bird nesting. And that in and of itself is impetus for many people to stop the bird nesting period. Because after all, you do divorce because you want to move on with your life in different ways, many of which include uh, having a different partner and a whole different life, you know. So, but at first, the bird nesting is is considered to be done as a transition time for the kids where we're focusing on the kids. So in that period, a lot of people would agree to not necessarily have anybody else new come in. But I mean, you know, people can agree whatever they want. You know, and if people are doing bird nesting for longer than a couple of months or especially longer than for a year, I mean, it's very unlikely that people aren't going to be dating. And so either that can be the impetus to leave and to start your a new, you know, life with another person or, or whatever or on your own while dating or if, uh, an agreement could be reworked so that the person can be in the family home, you know, or you could be in a situation where it doesn't bother you, honestly, as long as the kids are happy. And that's always the best situation is to not let things bother you as long as the kids are happy. Um, another thing, sometimes people still have joint bank accounts and stuff where they use uh, the money for the kids. I mean, this can be done. Of course, you're going to have to separate your finances at some point. So it's also very possible to just start, you know, having your separate accounts, but split the things that the children need and 50-50 or however you're doing it based on salary and this is going to be something that y'all work out in mediation or what have you but you don't need to like do bird nesting only if you can like still basically be a couple e.g. have joint finances decide like what to get each other for like groceries. No, you don't have to do that. You just use it as a time where each of you, the, the important part is the house and like the kids' rooms and the kids having all their stuff. The important part is not whether you guys can still kind of uh, financially or whatever act married. You're not married. And the other problem with bird nesting when people do it is that if they hang out for too long so then like every time like dad comes back so let's say like he comes back at Sunday at six o'clock is his time and then like they're all hanging out from like six to eight or even having dinner or something the kids get very confused they're like what is this are you together or are you not together so that can make kids yearn for the parents to get back together and it can get a lot of um 
can get them very confused. So the best for any sort of transition time when you're divorced or when you're divorcing or separated leading to divorce is to have a quick, courteous, hello, goodbye. Certainly you can say, I'm dropping this off for this. Here's the socks. Here's the book. Here's whatever. Uh, by the way, she has a cough. And so I gave her Tylenol at nine. Can You know, it can be given again at 12, whatever. That stuff, certainly. But not like major shooting the shit, all hanging out as a family. This stuff really, like is is not fair to the kids because if there's no hope of reconciliation then why give them a hope of reconciliation those movies where uh, you know kids try to get their divorced parents back together are movies because that is a secret fantasy of many children of divorce so you don't have to feed that fantasy by engaging in ways that are going to be confusing and um you know just very that, that that seem very ambivalent, you know, uh, to any onlooker about whether you even want to be separated. People do this with the best of intentions, obviously. To but but to a kid who wants the family to be back together, then this can be very confusing and upsetting. Even when then that family time eventually has to come to an end because one parent leaves again. So again, to have these quick transitions is important, and this isn't just for bird nesting. This is just in general. So even if you are in the more usual situation of the children going from house to house, when you drop them off, make sure that it's courteous and quick and any sort of other communication can be done via text or via email. It certainly does not have to be done in some long drawn out conversation. And uh, this is even important when you think that the kids are too young to understand. They're never really too young to understand that they can be confused about shit. You know, confusion starts like real young. In fact, the younger you are, the more confused you are on a regular basis about many things because the world doesn't yet make sense in any way. So uh, those are the overall, um, you know, major points about bird nesting. If bird nesting sounds like it would be appealing for you, but your partner isn't really into the idea, then you can kind of ask them why. So maybe if they say, well, if we're bird nesting, then I'm scared that you're going to, you know, be up my ass about like leaving the house clean or like something I did or didn't do, or there's going to be some more surveillance in some sort of way. Well, if bird nesting seems to you like it would be the most important, um, not most important, but well, so something that's good for the kids, then you could certainly commit to not doing that and then not do that, you know, if, if they consent to trying it. And listen, I mean, you could try things like it, nothing has to be, you know, uh, set in stone. You could try bird nesting for a couple of weeks. I mean, people kind of have to get their footing of where they're living or anything anyway. So it could be something that you try for a couple of weeks. And then if it works, you know, then then you could keep going. And, um, and, and it's really, it's good for kids. They kind of pick up on it quickly. What's happening. It's not, uh, the, the idea isn't confusing to them once it's explained. And again, it gives them more control over their environment, over their routine. They understand always what's going on, um, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, you do, if you do this, have to be respectful and polite about how each other is keeping the house and what you're doing with the kids and all sorts of things like that. I mean, don't do any crazy shit like watch the other one on Nest, Nest Cam or like whatever. It has to be like actually respectful. And this mostly works if it's an amicable divorce, which obviously from everything I'm saying, there's a great deal of, of, of possibility for conflict. So if you're already somebody who is engaging in conflict with your ex or soon to be ex partner, then this probably would not be for you. 
All right, so if anybody has any questions about uh, bird nesting that are more specific, you can certainly let me know, but that is pretty much what I know about it from what I did and from what other people that I've seen have done, and this is becoming increasingly common because, as I always say, we are child-centered as a society, and uh, the only way in which that is really good is post-divorce. So uh, child-centered divorce is much, much healthier for the kids, whereas a children living in an intact family with a child-centered relationship do not get to see a healthy adult relationship. But in the situation when there's already a divorce and people are already stressed out for them to keep being child-centered as the prevailing principle in their mind that guides their behavior is excellent and certainly healthier for the children. All right, cool. So any other specific questions can always be asked, especially if you are in my Facebook group where all of this uh, interesting discussion usually transpires and you get a lot more interaction with me, which I don't know if that is a net positive for you, but it should be. (laughs) And I'll talk to everybody soon. Bye-bye.